right, welcome to another episode of Product Thinking. I'm Kyle Evans, and this week we're talking about user empathy, understanding other perspectives for a better experience. So we went camping this weekend at one of our favorite local spots, hence the delay in this week's newsletter and podcast. Uh, But it was a welcome respite from the exceedingly hot weather, which has been over 100 100 degrees Fahrenheit or 40 degrees Celsius most days. It has been absolutely brutal this summer. Uh, The heat wave in the Western United States. So it's been very difficult here in Utah where we are. I know it's been very difficult in many places. So hopefully it will cool off soon. But anyway, we took our camping trailer, which is our favorite way to camp. Uh, One of the difficulties though, with a camping trailer can be backing it into tight camping spots. If you've ever towed a trailer and had to back one up, you know how difficult it can be, especially if you're not doing it all the time. If you're not uh, practicing, you know, backing a trailer constantly. This year, our spot was easy to get into, so we didn't have an issue. Uh, But last year was a different story when we were in this same campground. We had a tight spot in a busy part of the campground. I'm generally okay backing our trailer, uh, but not so much in tight spots. And it only makes it more difficult when there is a lot of pressure from other campers waiting because we've stopped traffic. So all of this compounded and we tried a few times, then had to give up and make a loop around the campground so that the other cars that were waiting could get to their camp spots. We did this twice and I was getting very, very frustrated. My wife, who was trying to help guide me by letting me know how much room I had or which direction to go also felt helpless. We didn't have much room to maneuver and both were feeling very frustrated. The camp host noticed our predicament and came over to say hi. She asked if we could use some help. I don't know if I was able to say much with how frustrated I was, but fortunately, my wife explained that we could definitely use some help. And the camp host went and got her husband, Gary. So, Gary has apparently dealt with many, if not hundreds, of frustrated people backing trailers into tight spots because he came up to my window and had me pull up to the spot he wanted me. So his wife signaled to him, and rather than expect me to translate those signals, he told me exactly what to do. Turn the wheel a half turn to the right. Now turn it a full turn to the left. Keep going straight back. Another half turn of the wheel to the left. Now a full turn to the right. Now all the way back and stop. That was it. I didn't have to do anything regarding the trailer. Gary was focused on that. I just had to focus on his instructions to me. And we ended up with the trailer exactly where we wanted. No back and forth. No cars waiting. No more frustration. The whole experience was absolutely magical. I've never seen someone able to walk next to a truck and give specific instructions regarding turning the wheel like that. 
it was way better than me trying to look back and forth while trying to see the directions from my wife while paying attention to the trailer, to the road, to the cars outside, uh, to, you know, the, the mirrors on both sides, to any obstacles in the way, to the trees, to all of those different things. The frustration was gone. We got back to enjoying our camping trip. Like camping trips should be enjoyed. So it's easy for us to get wrapped up in the trailer. That's the thing that we need to end up in the right spot. It's what we'll be using during our camping trip. We need it close to the water and the power. We need enough room to get in and out. We need to be able to open the canopy for shade, all of those different things. But the trailer only gets where it's going because of the driver of the truck. So the trailer may need to go another foot to the right, but what does that mean the driver needs to do? It can be confusing when backing in a trailer since it goes against how we're used to turning the vehicle. What Gary did was simplify the process. He put the focus on me, the driver, so that all the instructions were about what I should do. It wasn't about which way the trailer needed to go. It was about what I should do, which way I should turn the wheel. He knew what I was trying to achieve, get the trailer to the right spot. And he used his superior knowledge and expertise to easily guide me there. So how often do we miss this in our products and experiences? We had an email come out recently about returning to the office. Not to pick on our HR team, because these are easy mistakes to make, but the focus was completely on the company than on each individual user and employee. I could see that they were thinking about how the company was going to manage employees returning to the office, and that was showing through. There wasn't any communication about how employees were going to manage their return to the office. Where should you park? Do you need a parking pass? When will you get a badge? How will you activate your account for building access? How will you activate the app for reserving a space? I followed up with all of these questions because I think about them all the time, every day, and we remedied the situation with some follow-on information for everybody. But it's easy to focus on the trailer rather than the person driving. And that's what happened in that situation. The same goes for our products. How often are we focused on the product rather than the user, the trailer rather than the driver? I love to sketch on my iPad. I'm not an artist, far from one really, but I like to I like the ease of sketching on an iPad. I also like to sketch out ideas and thoughts and other product stuff. It works like my digital whiteboard frequently. I also love to let my kids sketch on it as well. I've got their drawings saved from years ago, which is fun. So I have all of these different purposes and I've used Adobe Photoshop Sketch for a long time to do all of that. It was simple and easy. It had the tools to sketch out ideas and drawings for my articles. I could use it to doodle and sketch uh, whenever I wanted to or let the kids play around and experiment. It was simple enough for that and they didn't need much direction. Then recently I got the notification that Adobe was end-of-lifing sketch and draw and moving everything over to Fresco. So I downloaded Fresco 
and tried to sketch out a few ideas for an article and found it nearly impossible to get some simple shapes and text. It was really, really frustrating. As a product, I have no doubt that Fresco is probably great, jam-packed with features like many Adobe products, but it was impossible for me, so I quit. I don't want to learn to be a power user when I'm a simple user. I need something focused on me rather than the product itself so I can make my simple drawings, whether those are the simple sketches or the product drawings for articles or to just let the kids use and play around. So I turned to Procreate, which is a well-known app among artists and iPad users. If you do any sketching or drawing on the iPad, I'm sure you're familiar with that one. I'd been meaning to try it for a long time and was certainly not disappointed. It has a lot of options and probably many of the same power features, but it also has some very simple features too. I could easily create shapes, sketch out ideas. I could also hand it to my kids and let them draw. It felt like the app was designed for me, the user, to easily get started drawing and sketching, which is what I wanted. I didn't have to try to focus on learning a lot of new features or tricks in order to do simple things. I didn't have to worry about turning the trailer left or right. I could focus on the wheel and get where I was going. Our products and experiences should focus on the user. It starts with understanding their problems and their needs. In my case, the fact that I was uncomfortable backing a trailer into a tight spot. Or in the case of my drawing apps, that I need relatively straightforward tools to create the illustrations I want. From there, we focus on helping the user create the right outcome, getting into the camping spot, making simple shapes, or getting into the office easily. Employees don't care about making it easier for their company. They care about their experience. They care about their company making it easier for them. So don't make the mistake of getting the experience backwards. It's not about the trailer. It's about the driver. So that is our discussion about the user experience, user empathy, understanding other perspectives for better overall experience. I also have a couple other links in this week's newsletter you can check out. Uh, the first one, Musk tells Solar City Trial that Tesla would die if he wasn't CEO. So a couple articles about Elon Musk this week that I thought were interesting. So we have the Solar City Trial happening and some interesting things coming out of that. Elon Musk saying that uh, he doesn't actually like being the CEO of Tesla, but has to do it or uh, Tesla would die. And, uh, you know, this whole trial happening uh, right now and, and some things coming out of that. So some interesting stuff there. And then another article, uh, surely we can do better than Elon Musk. So this one, you know, kind of diving in a little bit deeper to Tesla, to Elon Musk. Sometimes I'm not sure what to make of Elon Musk. And this article kind of captures that dichotomy. He seems like both a genius and a huckster at different times. Uh, quoting from that, it turns out it's all true. The cars are impressive and their flaws get covered up. 
Musk is a lying, ignorant grifter, and he has inspired innovation in the electric car industry. Understanding that these seemingly contradictory things can be true simultaneously is important because societies who cannot hold these two ideas at the same time may end up following scam artists and false prophets off the cliff and into the abyss. So check out those articles. Uh, Also check out the newsletter productthinking.cc. And if you like that, you can subscribe to the free newsletter. It comes out uh, weekly right now. Uh, Or you can subscribe to the paid newsletter as well which comes out a little bit more frequently, a couple extra newsletters each month uh, for some more in-depth reading. You can leave a tip if you're enjoying this podcast, the link in the show notes for that. And follow me on social media at Kyle Larry Evans. And look forward to talking again soon. Thanks. Thanks.